What is up, y'all? It is me, Tasha C. And welcome to another podcast episode of the Tasha C Show. Um, shout out to my podcast and YouTube fans. Hugs and love and all of the above. And um, if you're listening to whatever, you know, podcast platform, including Anchor, TuneIn, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, they probably, yeah, probably any Dries or whoever else you're listening to, go ahead, click the follow button if you like what you're listening to. And vice, and don't forget to add in YouTube also, where if you're listening for the first time and or watching a previous video until I'm able to get my, put my lovely face back on there with a <laughs> face-to-face video, um, you go ahead and click that, uh, um, subscribe button and click the bell so you get all notifications when I post a video or podcast like vid up. Okay. But it is... November 24th, 2020, um, it's pre-Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving day, whatever you prefer, or just another day, Thursday, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, I'm going to try to put a new segment in, which, um, it, you know, included, it, you know, which is called land or lar, but mostly land. And what it is, is basically a segment where, you know, a lot of times when at the time I make videos, y'all, the real, real talk, they're usually later on or be more information added. I'm not, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I'm not as consistent as I should be when I make these uh, podcasts. And I'm also considering, now shout out to Bonnie Blue, which she, you know, let's get her to um to 10th G's. Also Forest Rock, I think is, um... I think 8,000. I think Ashley Miller is too. I'm just talking about people like it. Push a subscribe, watch and like, comment on their videos. Also, Jesus Chorus, Get Scale. Of course, JS Reacts. Um, JS Reacts videos and other ones that are below. And also, my sister. I, I, the reason why I'm not putting my talking about my sister channel yet uh, until she makes another video. <laughs> but, you know, still check out there the people on subscribe. Also, EB Reviews. I think she's finally at a G as far as with um the count of, of YouTube videos. And okay, we got James Carter spill it tea. But anyway, what I wanted to um talk about is is that the possibility if when this comes out, I've heard this from also Alexandra Wilders, which I watch this channel a lot. And I've heard from other YouTubers like I said Kabani Blue. Now I'm thinking y'all, and this is before I get into, you know, uh the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um I'm thinking about possibly also adding in a radio show. I mean, podcast is still a radio show, but if they make, when they make Station Head for Android, I'm possibly thinking about doing that as well. Also, like I said, support Bonnie Blue, her YouTube channel, and when she goes on Station Head, because it sounds fun. LJ Ronder, like I said, was talking about it. And um, I'll subscribe to this channel. But um, there you know, that this is a radio show. You can play music and stuff like that. And, you know, it's protecting everything. It sounds fun. You can call in and everything else. Um, I'm thinking about possibly doing a radio show too. I still be doing the podcast and stuff, but if I'm able to, and I feel like at a time to where I'm able to set it up, um, I may also do a radio, um, station head slash radio show. Um, so when it comes, so when it actually comes out for Android, which Bonnaby was saying that um, it should come out in December, and I also signed up for notifications because um, it's on. Yeah, I think it's on like Spotify and both Apple. But I know it's on Spotify. So when I'm able to say set uh, myself up um, for Station Head, and if y'all want to, I'll let y'all know in advance and post post a link in the in the you know description part. 
um, to let y'all know when I, you know, join station, that sounds fun. I'm going to give it a try. And if it, you know, works, I'll continue to make, you know, radio shows along the podcast. We're taking the same thing almost, but, or they are the same thing. So anyways, y'all, I, you know, it's been a lot of stuff. And like I said, including late ass news. And that's why I was cool. That's a new segment of mine because there's a lot of stuff. Like I said, I don't get a chance to talk about, you know, till later, later on. It's, it's a lot of stuff that I've been bookmarking, saving, whatever, as far as stories. So anyways, what I wanted to get started on is, well, a lot of stuff is, some of the stuff is new and some of the stuff is old or, you know, a couple weeks old. And what I meant to say, like late ass news is basically, or lar, late ass reviews are basically something that might've, you know, came out a couple weeks ago, months ago, uh, in rare cases, years ago or something like that. But you know, it's late. Okay. But anyway, I wanted to, cause I used to review, but I haven't like reviewed the last couple, even though it's supposed to be seasons, y'all, they still in season three. And if y'all are w- uh, watchers of the love at the lockup franchise, um, slash life at the lockup, which y'all now again, um, usually, um, they have, uh, they have actually like, you know, um, like I said, besides a bunch of seasons, they have like also updates of the people usually, you know, the person, if y'all ever heard of it, of course, this, you know, one person to be going, uh, you know, goes with a person and somebody who's been, um, cons- uh, you know, been incarcerated. Sometimes the relationships don't work and sometimes they don't. And nine times a ten, they don't work out. Okay. So I want to make this separate, but like I said, I did used to review them, but I haven't reviewed them in probably about a year or something. And, um, I, uh, and it was kind of, I think I started that life at the lockup and look, you know, um, and so I wanted to go ahead and talk about, but since all of this stuff mostly is a couple days, I'm just going to put it all in the land late ass news segment because pretty much this stuff is already, you've know, been one story is already there. So y'all it's, we're going to talk about some late ass news. Okay, let's get started. Now, one of the, it's sad to say some of these people who are considered popular, you know, and they, you know, been on some, uh, uh, some mess. Um, this actually came out last week. Now, if y'all heard about the triangle, rectangle, tripod, uh, oxagon thing with Michael Simmons, who uh, Simmons, which actually was one of the main characters who was married to his child's mom, the mother of his two ch- children, which he conceived while he was going out with somebody. Uh, oh, I can't even get her name right, but I know her name starts with an M. What's her name? Alyssa, Michelle, somebody. Okay. And then he was also go with his wife named Sarah. And then it turned out then he kind of like stopped being with her and then somebody else, blah, blah, blah. And his wife, you know, she talks stuff. She keeps telling and take him back, paying his phone bills, blah, blah, blah. And then the last time he's with some chick named Maria, um, that, uh, 
you know, Maria, who, you know, also had a rap sheet, her damn self, um, you know, that was, you know, for prostitution, assaulting the elderly person, all this other stuff. So she was in the hot ass mess. Now, Michael, now this is from Scarcasm. A lot of it's going to be from Starcasm that I'm, I'm looking at. Um, slash also soap dirt for the information we're going to talk about in this late ass news segment. I think this is all going to be late ass news about love at the lockup. <laughs> Some little uh, people from love at the lockups. I, I don't even know if it's meant to say cast because it's supposed to be, you know, reality, but you know how that is. So give me a second. Wow. This damn page. Okay. We ain't got time today. I hate Wednesday. Um, I don't know why my this this is a new phone I have, but I don't know why it acts like sometimes it freezes about about it. But you know what? Since it's acting weird, I'm just gonna go and look at it on my PC. And instead of going to Michael first, now Tracy, which is weird as hell, and what is it, Clive Cleveland? Ugh. Now, actually, if y'all remember Tracy and Clint, they were like this toxic couple. And, you know, if y'all heard about the, the one of the famous lines where he talks about his uh, his uh, former uh, former ex-wife talking about, uh, um, now he, that was the love, love of his life, whatever. Even though, you know, a lot of the different, I know it's with the life, flat, the lockups show y'all, they usually don't talk about their, you know, kids. A lot of them, you know, unless you read up on them or they have on Instagram, there's a lot of them that don't even talk about their kids. You know, you don't have to show them, but they don't even mention their children at all. If they have any. There's a lot of people like either they have kids and they don't even like bring them up, you know, even protection or whatever. So Tracy both has a, a young child. And so does um, Clint has a teen son as a teenager. And I think Tracy's son is around two or three years old. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a little uh, little guy. And she's had a picture of him, you know, on her page. She's had of her son. So I don't know who has the care of her son, but you know. Uh, but anyway, Clint and Tracy had this hot ass mess. She the day she got out, she left him for crack. And then, you know, even though Clint looked like he'd been on uh, some stuff as well, too, you know, smokes crap, took the 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 car and everything. But anyway, y'all. Now, they recently, I guess, broke up, broke up, because Clint moved away from where he's originally from New Neck, Mexico, or whatever and or originally where he reside and like not too far with parents but tracy has moved on but okay now actually this is new new this because it was yesterday and november 23rd it was my dad's birthday and uh so happy birthday y'all sagittarius and got rid of my ex that um passed away in in may 2014 that was also his same birthday as well but anyway now, this is some Asia Hawks. Like I said, a lot of my news I'm going to be reporting today is from Starcasm and one's from Soap Dort. Okay, so like I said, now they got Tracy and it's said Matt Bayer, who has COVID, uh, co you know, has the Rona. Now, Matt Bayer is the husband, and I forgot what her name is, but if you watch Teen Mom, I haven't watched it consistently, but I know exactly uh, who the wife in the one. I think her name was Amber. Amber's behind, you know, the one who like to throw hands and stuff and just beat up on whatever the kind of anger issues and shit. Um, now he has the Rona. Like I said, Roma is not discriminating y'all. Y'all stay safe and stuff out here, whatever. And I'm about to ask y'all before I go in, you know, there's a you know that vaccine is coming out. Is y'all y'all gonna take it to see, you know, Rona gonna stop messing with us? Um no, I I I'm good. I, <laughs> I I'm not trying that, okay. 
Um, but anyway, not only has the Rona dated love at the lockup goddess, because that's what Quinn used to call Tracy Goddess, Tracy Rona earlier this year. Now, with the filter stuff on, look like, I mean, with her cheeks and stuff, because Tracy, like I said, was going through whatever, but, you know, she, you know, look, you could tell had looked it like her face was sunken in, unfortunately, and the side effects were from using, and so was Clint, too. He can say, also he's just smoking weed. I'm like, I'm, you know, I don't smoke weed like that, you know. I mean, I'll smoke more for life for miracle reasons and stuff, especially the edibles, y'all. But I, I don't, we don't do that usually to folks. Um, I, I don't call it like sucking your face in and making unnatural skinning and like making your face deteriorate, you know, like it makes you look older than what you are. Now, this picture, at least from the angle, has it, you know, her cheeks look full, look like she, um, you know, it doesn't look bad. Uh, like, look, I mean, personally to me, okay, because she's the word, like, she just doesn't look like it. she looked like she's all smiles but let's get into it more than a month after love at the block us lacy um original alleged teen mom to uh um to dad a jarvey marketing tried to meet up with her as she was a camp while she was a cam girl we had yet an unlikely crossover between the two reality shows we tv goddess uh, Tracy Ronda has moved on from her estranged husband, Clint Bradley. They still haven't got divorced. And she revealed that she recently dated Teen Mom's OG Amber Portland's ex, Matt Beer. The relationship apparently was first reported on live stream by someone called Magical Missy. In response to a claim uh, made in the live stream that that Tracy and Matt were a relationship, Tracy shared a risque but crop photo of Matt and confirmed that the two of them dated the photo is included above i have taken a little social media break but i want to confirm some things tracy began in her caption uh began her caption for the photo the secret is out i was seeing matt brother from team out earlier this year tracy didn't explain that the photo was cropped because it's not an ig appropriate i guess uh tracy is topless yeah because it does look like oh okay well what Cause he has like this look like the take romantic picture and she has a smile face. Well, maybe she was shown to in titties, I guess. But anyway. Okay. Right here. We're, we were seeing each other, but I never confide in magical Missy about the nature of our relationship. Tracy added before continuing in the comment section. It was something Matt and I made a decision not to go public with, but apparently magical Missy and the host of, uh, and the host of the live differently. So I was I can affirm we we did spend some time together, but the rest of what was said was a lie. Hmm, let's continue. Less than twelve hours after Tracy post, Matt Burr appeared live with the YouTuber Cheryl's World to talk about Tracy and the relationship. Full interview in the bottom of the post. Yeah, Cheryl's Sherelle's world, yeah, she has a, usually gives you know what they call about like tea receipts about like uh reality, especially the love at the lock of seven. I recently just started following her like uh three months ago, but anyway, let's get into it. However, but I didn't see this interview, however, before Matt spoke about Tracy, he revealed that he's currently very old, tested positive for Arona. Let's keep it a prayers. Matt said he received test results a couple of days before the live interview on Sunday. I wear a mask everywhere, he says. I have no idea how I got it. Matt says he's constantly rubbing the fear and it's painful for him to breathe. The live interview takes another unexpected turn when the host Sherelle reveals that she's running a fever. Thinks she's, oh my gosh, that's Arona too? Oh my gosh. 
Heck, I just seen her. What one of the lives I seen a quick live last week with somebody, one of her friends, or someone about like the info about Michael. And oh my gosh, prayers for them because you know, like I said, Rona is a bitch and a bad bitch. And I don't mean good way because I don't like using the word bitch unless it's usually to be you know like hurtful. Which is like I don't, I don't, I don't look at that as a positive word. Okay, but anyway, but dang, okay. After Matt and Sherelle talked length about their Arona uh, symptoms, they moved to discussing a lawsuit involving a YouTuber they, uh, that both they both know. This YouTuber is rather famous for rubbing people the wrong ways, and the online backlash against her uh, 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 against her over the past couple weeks have been uh, uh, expansional. Uh, expansional, you know, I'm, you know, I be counting up words like Jason stuff, y'all. The lawsuit is unrelated to Team Mom after lockup or Cheryl's woe. Hmm. Are they going to disclose who it is? Maybe for legal reasons, that's why they're just saying YouTuber. I don't blame them. The YouTuber is being sued actually interviewed Mac in the wake of the Amber Portwood arrest last year. During the interview, she was very nice and very comp- complimentary to Matt. But sometime after the interview, she said some very harsh things about him publicly. Regardless of that, Matt says that he has zero ill feelings about the YouTuber. Dun, dun, dun. The woman trying to uh, the woman's trying to do a job to support her family. Matt argues, whether you agree or disagree on how she does it, that's the way she chooses to do it. And going on her social media, attacking her the way people are, is just I think it's wrong. The high road stands when it comes to the negative social media about the public figures that changed for Matt. Prior to dating Amber Norwood, he used to live tweet the teen mom shows and, and seemed to never run out of hateful and vicious things to say about the moms. How bad is Janelle Evans? Now I remember her, whatever. He um, asked in one tweet before answering himself, Farrah does, you know, adult movies. Okay, I said that one. You know, Amber beats her man. Uh, Leah uh, 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 cheated. Uh, Chelsea is orange. Caitlyn looks like a frog, and Janelle trumps them all. That's one of his least vicious treats. Well, damn, what the hell? But then he did. Okay, you know, never mind. Matt tells Sherelle uh, that negativity line doesn't affect him anymore. He only asks for some creativity. If people feel like they want to say something about me, at least make it entertainment. You know, I mean, I don't do the tip, uh, typical he's a douchebag, but I mean, make an entry and I'll give you props for that. As an example of an entertaining, interesting way to trash someone online, I will quote Matt himself at Janelle. Is nothing helps the care, chances of getting a kid back uh, than legally marrying a criminal. Um, Matt concluded the treat by adding the dump the douche hashtag. Okay. Alrighty. Damn. All right. Speaking of marrying a, a criminal, Sherelle and Matt's conversation eventually turned to his relationship with love at the lockup after life uh, and life at the lockup star Tracy Wagman. Sherelle recalls that Matt and Tracy first met after Tracy appeared on Sherelle's road uh, and Matt were, was watching. After the interview, Sherelle called Matt, which she apparently does quite often, to talk about it. You said I want to talk to her because you felt like she needed to, or what did, what did you call it? She needs a life coach big time, Matt remembers. Matt would eventually talk to Tracy, and the two became friends. Well, football is obviously. Matt says the friendship turned to dating for probably about a week, and the two have remained very good friends since splitting it up. Okay. 
this is another thing, uh, okay, oh, this is longer than what I thought, y'all, like I said, <laughs> get ready for popcorn, um, but heck, this turned into more so not only talking more, it's more so talking about the teen moms than it is talking about the life at the lockup thing, okay, <laughs> well, anyway, um, here's a uh, Matt reflecting on getting to know Tracy, when I first met Tracy, I didn't know whether to make her because I fell into the trap everyone else did. Um, it was maybe the same trap people fall about me, where I, all I knew about her was that, oh, she had a drugs problems and she was on t on TV show. After spending two minutes with her, I'm like, this woman is nothing like people say she is. She flies uh, off at the mouth sometimes, but you know, she puzzled a little too much of her life on social media, but that's not her um, but that's not all her. I spent a good amount of time with Tracy just sitting around and talking. She's really funny and self, um, predicting big time again. Okay. Might have mispronounced that word again. She's uh, just unapologetic about who she is. And I think more people should be like that. You know, you don't owe anybody explanation for how you live your life. I may not agree with it. You may not agree, but she seems happy to me. Okay. But anyways, Matt shares a couple of genuine wonderful stories about how nice and caring Tracy is and cool how supportive she was when a 16-year-old dog recently had to be put down. Okay. Um, the interview then turns to Tracy's estranged ex-husband, Clint Barry, and his girlfriend, Jen Bailey. Jen is very active on social media, and she's constantly engaging with Tracy in all sorts of drama. Matt seems to ignore his previous accommodation of saying negative things online by bashing Jen resentfully. I had never met anybody in my life who craves attention more than, than that Jen girl. Matt says, this ginger, I mean, in, you know, brackets, Clint, needs to wake up and look across the other side of the bed and realize that monster you're laying next to because that chick is, is cracked, man. I'm telling you. Matt continues, you know what I noticed about her? She latches on to people like freaking, um, Barnstone. And then the next day, she's always fighting with these people. She's just a ball of on the ass humanity. Oof. That really that means nasty and hurts and give me my bulls and abscess. I'm <laughs> but anyway, I'm telling you, she's everything. What's wrong with the internet? Most of the rest of the interview, the Matt and Sherelle talking about addiction and recovery. Unfortunately, she doesn't ask him about his life since moving to Vegas. After splitting from Amber, Matt rushed down the aisle with a new woman um, named um, Jennifer Colon at the tail end of a whirlwind romance. The two had a child together, but they split and she filed for child support one month after the child's birth. Damn! What the hell? Before his divorce was finalized, Matt got a chase to a to again to a woman in California. That relationship fell apart, and Matt moved back to Vegas, where he had been evicted and sued for thousands of dollars by multiple cash advancement businesses. Yeah, be careful, y'all going to cash advantage stuff. They, you know, they be putting on, you know, your life, your, your firstborn. We got one, you know, uh, um, your DNA and every damn thing else. So <laughs> for those who haven't been keeping up, here's a brief timeline of our coverage since Matt, Matt bailed uh, on at, uh, Amber Portland while they were filming Marriage Boot Camp. Okay, July 17th. I'm about to go through all that, but um, dang, but pretty much.
So if you want to, you will look for Starcasm. And also there's a um interview down at the bottom. There is a link with um, like I said, where Chanel's word, which gives a lot of it. Because I already spent like 10 minutes just talking about it. I didn't even know the damn article was that damn long. Uh, but anyways, we're about to get into some late ass news for real, for real. And um, let's see here. Okay. Uh, now, of course, it works on my damn phone. But we're just going to go ahead and just go to the left. And like I said, we're going to go back to Michael, who originally I was going to talk about in the first place. And it go to Auntie's advice um, on YouTube as well, where she's talking about she has received about allegedly that if you watched it, whatever, like I said, the Heifer Marine going back and forth with um, that Lizaphoria, allegedly... Uh, might be the child's mom of this article I'm about to say that came out on November the 15th, 2020, which is also on Starcasm by um, Asa Hawks. Okay. Now, here we go. All right. Less than a week before the return of We TV's Love at the Lockup, Life at the Lockup, one of the show stars was back behind bars. Michael Simmons, who was famously part of the love triangle with Sarah and Megan in the Love at the Lockup season two, was arrested this weekend in Florida. Court records indicate that Michaels was arrested in Daytona Beach on Thursday evening and charged with family child neglect. However, jail records state that Michael was booked in jail at midnight on Friday, November the 13th, or you know, y'all want to, you know, the suspicious thing, Friday the 13th, okay. Both sources indicate that the alleged offense took place on Thursday. Michael posted a, uh, a $2,500 bill and was released on early Friday morning. Now, Auntie Vice said, actually, they, you know, Marie, you know, the allegedly might be the, the child because they said she has children too, might be the child's mother that is this in the middle of this um, child neglect uh, BS. But anyways, because of the timing of the arrest and courts being closed on weekends, we weren't able to get any details on alleged uh, allegations against Michael. Also unclear is what the child or children uh, he is accused of being neglecting. Now, they also have another uh, uh, current report that came out um, last week, but I'm not going to read that, where they talk about now the child's between the ages of five or seven years old, but it does show the detail, you know, detailed information about the uh, what he was charged for, charged for. There's no indication that Sarah's currently in Florida. I simply cannot imagine Sarah following their daughter Avila to stay with Michael in Florida without her being there as well. And here's mm -hmm. the update. Sarah posted posted a message in her Instagram stories that is soon to refer Michael's arrest. My kids were not, she got not at all caps, y'all, involved, she wrote, adding a 100% emoji. There's also an update if I want to link the police report with the rest with details. But Michael was staying in near Miami in uh, Hialeah, where he was with his girlfriend, uh, Maria. Okay, quote, quote, for those, who, uh, for those unfamiliar with Florida uh, uh, geography, uh, Miami is roughly four hours from South da Daytona. According to the records from his recent arrest, he, he provided a Hialeah address to the police. Here's a definition of neglect of a child from the Florida statute. 
Number one, a caregiver's failure or omission to provide for child with care, supervision, and supervising this, uh, necessary to maintain a child's physical and mental health, including not limited to food, nutrition, clothing, shelter, supervision, medicine, and medical service that are prudent, uh, uh, that are a prudent person will consider essential well-being of the child. And it just gives information about that. Okay. There's also a link that talks about Maria's arrest black that said they say she's only on 30s. Okay. But a charge is a third degree uh, this charge the charge is the third degree family. A third degree a third degree family conviction in Florida carries the prisons up to 5 years in addition to a fine up to $5,000. The recent arrest in Florida just is just the latest in the rather lengthy criminal history of 20-year-old Michael Here's a couple experts from our previous post detailing his arrest and conviction over the years. Okay, that's not that long. Okay. All right. In 2007, he was arrested and charged with a carjacking, armed robbery, possession of farmyard, and commission of a felony, all which were felony charges. Court records indicate that Michael pleaded not guilty to lesser counts of all the three counts. The charges with the most notable downgrade being the arm uh, of the armed robbery charge, which was changed to armed robbery. Arm, arm robbery. In 2015, Michael was charged with the armed robbery, but he would later enter a plea deal and have the charge reduced to accessory to a felony after the fact. When um, when Megan described the incident to her dad on the show, she said Michael witnessed a beating and didn't report it to the police. Be because it was not his first felony conviction, Michael received a um, habitual uh, offender sentencing enhancement. Michael was uh, was also booked for possession of narcotics December 2018. We will continue to look into Michael's most recent charge or update. Now we're going to go up there because obviously there's a lot of information um, that was in the th thing. I'm not going to read the whole thing, of course. But we about to look into it, Okay. So anyways, okay, here's the details. Now, during this, he was gone for five hours. Okay, we're just going to go the first couple of paragraphs, and then we're going to go to, as previously reported, this, now when this was posted, this article, which is also Star Campus, November the 17th, by from Asia Hawks. Okay, this is, you know, the, um, the police report. As we previously reported, Love at the Lockup and Like at the Lockup star Michael Simmons was arrested for family neglect of a child late last week in Florida. We have since obtained a copy of the police report from the incident with details about what led to his arrest. In the, the very brief summary is that Michael was responsible for watching a young male child. The child's age was reacted from the report at a D Daytona Beach motel, hotel. Michael left for more than five hours. Uh, during the time a witness saw the unsupervised child rotate from the beach to the pool deck, go into the go into the ocean. Thank God that baby didn't drown or anything like that or get snatched up. Okay, pool and jacuzzi alone, and play with other hotel guest child on the beach. The young boy eventually approached the hotel staff and asked for food. When the hotel manager asserted that the child was unsupervised, a call to 911 was placed. Michael later told police he went on to get the child's gummy snacks and his car broke down. As a result, the, the, as, the, as a result, the child was left unsupervised at the hotel for roughly, okay, roughly, um, yeah, so the baby... 
So y'all. Okay, so if uh, hopefully this damn thing was acting up, acting up. So y'all, just to go over it, if the baby was um, you know, was unsuper, the baby was unsupervised, and on top of that, um, was hungry, and this nigga just went off. But like I said, let me repeat this because I I don't I thought it, I think it was an error, but it says the young boy visually approached the hotel staff and asked for food. When the hotel manager asserted that the child was unsupervised, I called the number one was placed. Michael Lee told police he went to get the child gummy snacks. What edibles? What the fuck? And his car broke down. As a result, the child was left unsupervised uh, at the hotel for roughly two p.m. to roughly seven fifteen p.m. Why couldn't he not take the child to get the snacks? Second of all. Here's another thing as well. If say he went to get up something sour, didn't uh, I mean it went further? But I'm not like gonna say not gonna go through the whole article. But when they called the mom, mom had supposedly couldn't find a way originally to get the child and said Mike was supposed to watch the child. Then that might be possible, Maria. And allegedly, like I said, I don't want to like keep talking about um auntie's you know uh, auntie's advice page, but she's like I said allegedly um. That, uh, you know, like she's took him back or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck? F- and allegedly Mike might even not even go to his court appearance because he don't feel he did nothing wrong. Like, what the fuck is wrong? There was some pimping going on. Is he on something or whatever? It- it's it's a lot of stuff to go go by. But him saying he went to go get gun step, left a child who is not even in a position to be left alone. And then on top of that, not to say it would have made it better, like no food, no, no. It's just like, what the hell? And... The, the the woman came from the old association on a car. And I'm like, okay, why did it also get her as well? Because she acted like she couldn't come get the child. And as far as the police force said, like the, the woman is no name. The car, she came in no name. It got her child. It, it's just a lot of shit going on. Because she needs to be checked too with that bullshit. Okay. But anyway, um, let's go to the next story. It's just a hot ass mess. But it. It's sadly, Michael has proven that he's been a hot, hot ass mess or whatever. Um, for a while, he's been irresponsible. He doesn't, I mean, it seemed like, which we could see basically that he doesn't see his two bodies because he has by his estranged wife, Sarah, on and off again, back and forth. Um, except when the show films. Now, he's actually a part because I have some of the newer cast members and, you know, the OGs of Love at the Lockup on the new season, Life at the Lockup, which is like the quarantine special. And he appeared, you know, that's where he appears back again, worried about his kids. He never seemed to be, at least from what I gather is, and the only time I honestly heard about him with his kids when he had the, that bitch Marie was posted that she was around, you know, it's a shame, you know, you got that type of my love or whatever, you know, you don't have the love you post have whatever posted Sarah's kids on her page. Okay. Um, th- just a hot ass mess. But anyway, we're going to go off there. We're going to talk about this other he- hot ass mess, Destiny, where she's supposed to be going back and forth with, you know, um, uh, this guy named Sean who has six kids, um, with a lady came, but all of a sudden is trying to work with Destiny, even though she's a hot ass mess. Even though she basically doesn't want him. Um, um, even though, um, even though she, uh, has kids, I think, allegedly also, but of course, she doesn't take care of. Oh, heck no. What the hell? But anyway, it's just a lot of problems with that. But, what I meant to say is, is that if y'all watch the show, then you already know about it. Hot, you know, the hottest message she is. And, you know, she 
I know uh, Sean said she was pretty, but she is ugly inside out. I, I don't like to use a critique about people say, but I mean, the bitch punched him in the face on TV and got mad that he's, that she's not supposed to talk. He's not supposed to talk to his child's mom, ex again, or all four against again, whatever. But she's trying to go and sneak on the low and been mess, you know, and mess with some females and stuff like that and try to hook up with them. So it's like, oh gosh. And I'm just saying she's ugly ass individual any damn way, even if she was able to be one of these sex top models or some shit, because even the fact that she wants him to put her in front of his kids and I have basically no contact uh, with really them is kids, you might as well say. So anyway, now this is from Soap Dirt, the ladies in entertainment news. I'm going to add them. I just had Google because I seen a thumbnail about her being arrested, but I didn't watch, you know, like, um, the damn, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, video about it, but here we go. Now, Evan Morgan is the sermon, and this came out November the 22nd, 24. Love at the lockup, Destiny back in jail, faces year behind bars. Love at the lockups, Destiny Falsum, Sean Osborne, We TV girlfriend, is supposed to be fiance, is back in the clink. Even if she wants to bail, uh, bail on her man, because she knows for being a runner away from her sentences and stuff, okay, um, she can't outrun the law. Meanwhile, she has a she has a lengthy rap sheet, too. And we ain't talking about no bars, okay? Love at the lockup. Destiny Farmer is back in jail. Destiny Farmer bail, bailed on Sean Osborne, took his car in a new WeTV spinoff. But in real time, she is back behind bars. The courts charged her with escape, false impersonation, and failure to appear on a felony charge. In addition, her most recent charge is a special allegation, and that usually translates to added jail time. More specifically, the Love at the Lockup special allegation in this case is listed as enhancement of prison term for new offenses. So I wonder if Sean go wait for her ass or finally get real, re- uh, real reality and basically just leave her ass alone. I wanted the money that he, you know, put on her, you know, to like, to like basically make bail, but she's had to report the case to $50,000. Does he get that back? Let's see. Okay. Or we may not see. Who knows? Whether destiny former sentences are concurrent or conscripted, um, you know, let me go. I'm chopping up words again. Shia Osborne's love at the lockup girl could face anywhere from one to four years behind bars. And I wanted to, since she was already process of going to the sentence, even though she was thinking about running away again, she could possibly face seven years. I wanted that to go add on to that charge as well, because she got that from running away and sending her damn, you know, ankle bracelet and stuff and sent it battle back and ran that damn time. Love at the lockup. Destiny's long history of arrest. Hopefully this ain't a damn long uh, mistake. Okay. All right. Love at the Lockup star Destiny Fossum star. Okay. Arrest record. Experience of a career convict. In a current week TV episode, Sean worries about her missing court since he owes a lot of money if she does. Meanwhile, even with every with everything, she currently de- deals with both on the show in real time. She has a long list of past charges on the records as well. Destiny Farmer's early charge on the public record stretched all the way back into uh, 2009. The Love at the Lockup alumni <laughs> say love of a laundry list of charges include everything from misdemeanors to traffic infractions. Meanwhile, there are more serious instances like burglary, forgery, and dr- drug charges as well. See a list of Sean Arsberg girlfriend charges below. Check forgery, multiple instances, controlled substance use, burglary, multiple instances, <laughs> vehicle without earning consent, 
That's still kind of in the burglar too part also too. Possession, passion, forged papers, theft of personal ID without awful use, failure to appear in court, jumping bail, escape from detention, multiple instances, driving without a license and not wearing a seatbelt, various and many probation violations. Destiny for the uh, above charges are in California, but the love at the lockup celeb has charges across the state lines as well. According to the, ooh, you should see a mugshot. This look like a horror film. They need to use her damn mugshot. You know, like this is what happens when you use, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, these drugs, especially because you know some people still think weed is a hard drug or whatever. But damn, just, ooh, she don't even put no naked being a horror film. Okay, according to public record, she also has a handful of er. er, er Oregon from in 2018, including fugitive from another state, child neglect. There's rumors that she has five kids and giving false information to police, interfering with a police officer. This uh, we TV star future on hold with the current charges she faces. Signers were maybe the least of her worries. It's turned a corner to adjust to life on the outside. There's always a big question, and even with her long rapture, she does what she wants. It's a mindset Destiny maintains on Love at the Lockup and its spinoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on the final outcome of her sentencing, she faces several years behind bars. And that certainly haunts any future plans with a career peer may have, with a without shot of Osborne in the picture. Love at the Lockup's cast ministers back behind bars is certainly nothing new, but given Destiny's prior criminal record and current charges, the, outco- the outcome doesn't seem to be too bright for her. And I think that's kind of not only like messed up, but I, you know. I don't know what she, how she got charged. Was she trying to potentially somebody else? In the, you know, my name is Sarah, whatever, because I'm kind of wondering how does she get caught? I mean, if it's not meant for us, I guess it's none of my business, or I guess y'all who's listening to this neither. But anyway, speaking of Sean, we're going to go back to Love at the Lockup on November the 13th from Asa Hawks, again from Sars Chasm, and Love at the Lockup Sean Osborne ordered to pay former Plurin 10K, okay? Um, cause he wants to say he's so stable where we got all these kids. He makes sure he gets all the stuff for destiny and every damn thing else. But basically shopping at, even though you can find sometimes some good stuff, depending on what, um, sec, uh, secondary, uh, uh, secondary store to get, um, I'm not saying the wrong name, but you know, whatever. like places like, um, you know, the Goodwill and stuff like that, getting, st- um, getting stuff from there. But he can go and get new stuff for this bitch, uh, Destiny, and put all this money that could be used for his kids' college fund or something to the small business or something towards them, okay? On the current season of the week, TV's Love at the Lockup, Sean Osborne seems to be serving as a sugar daddy and a dumbass, I like to add, to his prison bay, Destiny Fawcett. In addition to spending thousands of, of dollars on Destiny while she was incarcerated, Sean also shuttled 5000 for her bond and subsidizes her gambling habits to tune to $500 a day, according to Destiny. That doesn't even, uh, doesn't even figure in the cost of furniture, clothes, and quote, quote, sushi food. I don't know if that's supposed to be because, you know, it got the little uh, quotation marks if that means something else. Um, Sean is being presented on screen and to Destiny as a sugar daddy, dumbass. Warbucks, uh, the sugar daddy Warbucks looks to be in a sharp, uh, uh, a stark contrast to reality. As we previously reported, the Father Six has a rather frightening financial history that includes bankruptcy, multiple eviction filings, and garnished wages. And those financial problems are not a thing of distant past, as evident by the fact that Sean's former employer won a judgment of just under $10,000 against him earlier this year. 
The towing company that Sean worked for for a while, living while living in Arizona, won a default judgment of nine thousand nine hundred fifty dollars against him in an Arizona court back in February. In addition to that amount, the ruling as to the interest will accrue on this judgment at five point seven five percent per an annum. Okay. Let y'all know, cutting up those words too. As the viewers of shows are very aware, Sean relocated Nevada. An attorney for the towing company tracked him down and filed an application registration on foreign judgment on August 28th. That was a little more than a month after Sean made his Love at the Locker debut on July 17th. Perhaps Sean's former supporter saw him on the show and figured they would try to get some of that sweet, sweet, wee TV money. It is unclear if it is related, but there is another civil suit filed against Sean in seven, uh, 2017 by Phoenix Phoenix Company. A default judgment in that case was entered against Sean in March 2017. Mm-hmm. The principal sum of that judgment was $10,889.35. Uh, the judgment included 10% interest rate for the 13 months prior to the judgment, as well as an incurred four. 4.75% interest weight into it was paid. There was also 4,000 attorney's fees as well as 394 for costs occurred by the plaintiff. As uh, as mentioned in our previous poll, Sean has, has had his mm-hmm. wages garnished in the past. It's unclear if the issues with these former employer is connected with issues with his garnished wages stemming from a previous judgment, judgment or judgments. The mother of Sean's children, Kelly, is named as co-defendant in both cases. It's interesting to note that she ha- has Sean's last name, the name of Osborne, the filings. I still can't... Uh, I still can't find no evidence of marriage, but it does appear she must legally change her name at some point. So she changed her name, but never got married. Okay, never mind. And no, she wants to be married. Uh, never mind. In summary, it seems quite clear that Sean is deceiving Destiny and views on regards of his finances. Mm. In summary, I mean, oh, uh, okay. In summary, uh, it's okay. Finances. The big question is how much of that deception is courtesy of the show's producers. As many viewers have pointed out online, Sean appears to be living in an Airbnb or something similar. It really does seem like the producers wanted to ramp up the sugar daddy angle just so they could have the on-screen drama. Who that is? Okay, I hate that. That's the only problem I hate about when you're up there doing shows. Somebody tries to call. I don't. Make a little message. Okay, it really does seem my producers wanted to. I'm, I know I'm repeating the sentence. Really, uh, really does seem like the producers wanted to wrap up the sugar daddy just so they could have the online screen dropping with Destiny finally catches a glimpse behind the green curtain at Sham's actual financial situation. One thing for certain is that the, this is this not going this is not going to be pretty it's going to be ugly like medusa's ass okay to keep up with shauna destiny's on-screen loves her make sure to tune in to the love at the lockup lover at the lockup season finale at uh, 18 this came right before the season finale but they're on the life at the lockup part now too and then you continue to follow the fairy tale romance when they return for new season life at the lockup premiere november the 20th okay oh lord and this is the last of my love at the lockup news. Let me see here how much time I have. And 
this is pretty sad how this ended up, whatever, even though it's sad, like some people could be repeated offenders. I kind of was not expecting to see this person. They've been on Starcasm a couple times, but it wasn't for say, um, for them doing bad behavior. You know, they moved on with their life. They, you know, tried to date, but they broke up, whatever. And they seem to be doing pretty well. Um, and then, okay, Starcastum. Okay, this is Love Acting Like a Lizzo Calls Back in Jail Again. Now, this is the first Lizzie. This is on Starcast again by Arsenal Hawks. Now, this was Lizzie from the first. She was the first OG that really was a part of the series, the first season, but we didn't see the second season because her day that came out was postponed. Okay. And then we seen her, and then she was also. I think, yeah, I think she was on the life at the lock of the first season for the quarantine. And then that ended. Okay. But let's get on to it. And she's got this smile on her face. Like she's still, is this her mugshot? It's fabulous for a mugshot. But anyway, okay. Former life love at the lockup and life at the lockup star star Elizabeth Comments uh, was released from prison in August, 2018. The next car reality star seemed to have her life on track as she secured full-time employment, turned to Christianity, and boasted about her sobriety online. Elizabeth's post-incarnation bliss lasts for more than two years, but the 43-year-old appears to be headed down a bad road again as she has landed in jail twice in the past two months. As a pre-reported, Elizabeth was booked onto Oscar County Jail in 2000. Uh, I mean, uh, I I didn't read that report honestly. The the uh, the rest was related to domestic altercation with her boyfriend at the time, who filed a restraint against her earlier in the day. Oh, okay, that's messed up. According to online jail records, Elizabeth is currently back behind her bars in Wisconsin yet again. This time in her in her home county of um, Junior. Call it unfortunate. Junior does not provide much online information about their inmates. In addition to not knowing the charges against Elizabeth, I also has been able to confirm when she was booked. It is very important to note that Elizabeth is still on probation, and any violation could result in arrest. It, it could even have been a bench warrant for missing a court date in her case, stemming from the, the rest in September. We'll be sure to, um, to update as soon as we have more information. And here we go with update. Elizabeth was released on no, Friday, November the 13th. Okay, this is another November the story. As pre- previous arrest, we spoke to with Elizabeth and she shared her side of the story. She told us that the altercation was actually was actually between herself and a not so ex girlfriend of her boyfriend of her boyfriend Brian. Oh, okay. Lizzie says that the ex repeatedly hit Brian in the head and that she asked the ex to stop. The ex refused. Okay, what the hell? Where was she over there? Was she hiding in the bushes or some shit? Okay, at the point, she point put her hand in Lizzie's face and allegedly shoved her. AKA Mushter. Um, I, I ended up getting into an altercation with her, Lizzie says. As being aware of parochial, Lizzie's let her parole officer know about the incident immediately. She says that Brian and his ex went to the police on Tuesday and both of them stated that Lizzie assaulted the ex. Okay, that would be an ex-boyfriend because if he's sitting up there taking the side of that bitch and supposedly she's putting her hands on him and then trying to go... Uh-uh, Lizzie, let him go if you have it already. I know I, I still need to finish the rest of the article, but okay. Brian also went to the police and said that I stabbed him with a knife and that I beat him numerous times, Lizzie adds. Lizzie said there are no marks on either Brian or his ex and she insisted that the two knew about her... All, knew, knew 
all about her parole conditions and, and that they were trying to have her sent back to prison. Now, I'm not going to say anything, but we know Lizzie, I mean, no, she did not black or maybe a biracial woman, uh, but um, you know how she only prefers white men. So, uh, oh gosh. And then not only just with even the fact we're Rona being now, the fact how, you know, how some of these people take advantage of, you know, the position and power and abuse that whatever. This is why, you know, we came up with terms like, you know, and then other people too, like just being black. I mean, that's a whole other story, but let's just say, uh, black lives matter. You know what I mean? But, um, that's some fuckery with self. Okay. After sharing our article, Brian reached out to us and told us a completely, completely different story. He suggested that Elizabeth isn't sober and that there were numerous physical education between the two of them while they were dating. Okay, where the hell did your ex-girlfriend come up with me and talk about why I was dating? We're certainly disappointed to see Elizabeth once again having numerous issues with the law. Hoping this is just a bump in the road to her and happy ever after and not returning back to a headline-grabbing lifestyle that resulted in six DUIs and a lot of prison time. Okay. Um, besides that, okay, wait, wait a minute. If y'all remember Matt, he was going with Carolyn. Both Matt and Carolyn get are people who have kids and wait a minute, I think it's an update if, you know, how to make a suggestion of a story. If not, I ain't gonna be worried about it. I know he keeps getting arrested, arrested and I think he has another case or he's going to have to serve time because it's like, you know, it's it's like he gets privileged is a nice way of saying it because I, it's like, it's several times he's been arrested ever since he was on the season. He never got to the spinoff live at lockup, but here is, um, a recent one, this will be the end of our late last ass news segment in the end of segment today. But um, yeah, like I said, just 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 ridiculous. It's like he's able to keep getting arrested so many times because he's not being charged or nothing. You know what I mean? Just just ridiculous. But anyway, y'all. Um I'm hoping I can read this less than 10 minutes and then I'm out of here with this. Okay. Alright, y'all, let's get into the last of this land, aka late ass news with our love at the lockups, aka life at the lockup special. Now, this again is from Starcasm, and this is actually this is kind of a, one of my later, later ones, because guess what? It actually came out of January 19, 2020, before Rona really made her approach up here and all this other stuff. But anyways, y'all. Love at the lockup. Matt Frazier arrested two more times this week. Okay, this is also from Asia Hawks. It's been a while since we checked checked in on our Love at the Lockup star Matt Fraser. But those are curious of what he's been up to lately. <laughs> the answer appears to be more of the same as he was arrested twice this week on separate charges. Okay. Why they don't keep okay? Never mind. Matt uh, first returned to jail on Wednesday with online records indicating he was booked on charge for failing to register a vehicle title within 45 days, as well as driving with a suspended license. 
on th the Thurston uh, County uh, Sheriff Office website actually listed three separate charges of driving with a suspended license and two charges of failing to transfer a title. I'm not sure if it was an error or not. Okay, I thought he had a license suspended and he'd been getting the rest of this ever since he left that damn show. And him, uh, I forgot what her name was, Cindy Claire, whatever her name was, had broke up. Strangely, none of the same charges had the same bail amount. The three D, uh, D, uh, 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 driving um without a license i guess you know meaning charges had bonds amounts of 500 1000 and 1500 oh sound like some three digit four digit lottery numbers okay the the two title of transfer charges listed bonds amounts of 500 to the end of thousand whatever the total bond was matt posted it and was out the same thing that's what i'm saying was also too is they give him these posts and then he ate eat don't he always able to post it or somebody's posting on his behalf unfortunately for him he reclaim his reclaim fiddle will not last long okay the very next day of J january the 16th map was arrested again on this time for meth possession that was what unfortunately what the demons that he's been dealing with has been dealing with math unfortunately okay according to the probate cause ab advent the police arrived at an address in Olympia to, uh, to help apprehend a wanted man that wasn't Matt. They found two men in the in the driveway, including Matt, who was halfway in the driver's compartment of a silver Honda working working on repairs at the time. The officer and community correction specialist asked for Matt's name in, in any totem. This name was familiar to me, and I had independent knowledge that he has been arrested for crimes of possession of stolen vehicles, as well as multiple drug offenses, the officer states in the affidavit. The Matt, Matt was asked if he had any outstanding warrants, and he replied that he has he has, has just taken care of them in, in court earlier that day. Unfortunately for Matt, he must not have taken care of them completely. I checked rage for outstanding warrants through Washington State uh, Patrol Communications Officer reports. Frazier has a misdemeanor warrant a return out in the child lists for um, um, DWLS. Um, I request a confirmation of the warrant through communications. After conf uh, confirmation that Matt has had a style extended warrant, the officer read him his rights and searched his, uh, searched his, uh, his person. Um, when searching Matt, the officer um, located a small lump in his right pocket. From the report, I asked Rich what was in uh, his pocket. He replied, change. I said, I'm going to search your pocket. He replied, I really don't want you to. And I advised him he was under arrest and I was searching him incident to his arrest. I pulled his pocket contents out to locate it and some change as well as a small baggie with a white, um, with a single white Quistum nugget. The, 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 the small baggie was clear on one side and black on the other with gold gold skulls. I know from my training experience that the white crystal nugget appeared, appeared and felt like methamphetamine. Uh, I transferred Ray Frazier to Thorson County um, Jail and booked him a UPCS meth. Frazier made uh, several statements while in route jail. I can't get booked in a meth charge, man. It's just a small bag of meth. The white uh, crystal nugget weighed two point grams and yielded positive reaction to meth when while Winfield tested. This time, it appears that Matt spent the night in jail before posting bot yet again the following day. He keep getting so many damn chances. Okay, Matt is still waiting trial on multiple charges, including possession of a stolen vehicle for January 2019. They let him about, like, possession of a whole vehicle. Like I said, if he was a different color, they wouldn't, it, it, you know, he, he wouldn't be getting all this extra stuff, okay? White privilege. Okay, anyway. Uh, as well as her heroin possession and possession of the stolen credit cards by October 2019. 
thing. The way they keep getting chances, does he know somebody to help with this stuff? Or is it also too like, uh, you know, the way he gives a chance, you would think like he was famous, famous or richie rich. Okay, I know he was on lock at the lockup, but you know what I mean? That that hasn't stopped like some people, regardless of their color, gender, whatever, sometimes, you know, if they does some shenanigans sometimes. I'm like, oof. Even Marvel Stewart had to serve some damn time somewhat. Okay, here's the updated timeline of most uh, legal issues since his release from prison. Knock up. Now, this is the one. Um, um, I'm dang, they're going back. I don't, there's a whole timeline, but I'm just gonna talk about uh, this started. Oh, this is starting from the beginning, chronological mm-hmm. order from first to newest. That's a damn shame. Okay, so that you know he he's still blessed so it hasn't been an update ever since but if i continue to do like these updates or something i will let y'all know but anyway it's a hot ass mess but anyway hugs and loves y'all and all the above and blessings and positive vibes good vibes only that, that's you know that's my singing version but anyway y'all i will see y'all in the next one take care now y'all may hear from me either this week or you know but very soon okay so like i said i will see y'all and um take care see y'all next one